parao, 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 parao. Yo, you already know what that means, man. You already know what it means when you hear that jingle, man. We're here. We're back. We're back with episode 11 of Sports with Jesus. Woo! Let's go! Guys, it is currently 2.26 in the morning, man. 2.26 in the morning, June 7th, Wednesday. And we're over here grinding, man. We grinding. I'm not even going to lie. I was not planning on recording. But, you know, after watching the baseball games, um... You know, I just felt like, I felt good vibes, man. I felt like we should record, man. Let me hit y'all with a surprise attack. Bam! Show y'all we're really in this. You know, I'm feeling really good about it. You know, I'm, I just felt like recording, man. F it, man. Just do it. You know, we're only going to get better. Um, You know, the NBA Finals is later today, so I was planning on, um, you know, uh, uh, putting out a recording, uh, putting out an episode tomorrow as in Thursday, but F it, man, we're gonna put out, we're gonna put one out Wednesday, and it's gonna be episode 11, and then it's gonna be episode 12 tomorrow, man, back-to-back days with an episode, give me some, yeah, give me some more, give me some more. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry if I'm a little loud or, you know, the mic is a little loud, but I'm just so excited, man. I'm so excited to be recording another episode at 2 o'clock, 2.30 in the morning, man. You already know we got some good stuff for you, man. Uh, we're gonna, we're just going to strictly talk about baseball. Uh, we'll talk about, you know, game three as well. Just a little, a little, just a little prediction or, you know, nothing crazy. But, uh, you know, let's get right into it, man. Let's get right into episode 11. Let's go. So first off, I'd like to start off with the Yankees versus the White Sox. Uh, the Yankees versus the White Sox. You know, the Yankees lost uh, their home opener 3-2 um, to two against the White Sox. And, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't even watch the game, but... You know, it was a low-scoring game, so, you know, there wasn't really much going on. But, you know, my boy, Charlie, uh, he's one of the, he's a co-worker of mine that works at, uh, you know, that works at Best Buy with me. Um, he was at the game. He happened to be at the game. And, uh, you know, from his recording or the recordings he sent me, I, th- this told me everything I needed to know about the game. So let me just play that for you. Real fast. He sent me a screenshot, you know, of, of him at the game. And, you know, he sent me these recordings after. So let me just, uh, let me just, <laughs> let me just play with him for you. All right. Here we go. Los Yankees no han dado ni un solo hit. Estamos en el séptimo. Ni un solo maldito hit. Yo, he said it in Spanish, but I'll translate it for you in English. He said, yo, we're in the seventh inning, and the Yankees don't have one god dang hit, man. One hit. <laughs> it's the seventh inning, and the Yankees have no hits. Uh, here's the second recording. This one killed me. Oye, lo, el de los White Sox. 
el Zabala, un tigre que está bateando 1.72, no la sacó dos veces. <risa> Tú puedes creer esa mierda. Stanton se ha ponchado dos veces. Rizzo se ha ponchado dos veces. Glebel Torres se ponchó una vez. Oh my God, yo, I want to hear that again. No, no, I'm not gonna play it again. No, that's hilarious. What he basically just said is uh, the catcher for the White Sox. Let me get this guy's name because he has a pretty weird name. He said the catcher for the White Sox. This guy is batting 170, right? He hit two home runs against the Yankees. <laughs> a guy that's batting 170. Hit two home runs against the Yankees. And that was that's basically all the offense right there. That was basically all the offense. Um he had three RBIs. He had all the RBIs for the for the White Sox. And the and the White Sox won three to three to three to two. Uh in the in the third inning, he hit a he he hit a solo homer. In the fifth inning, he hit a two run homer. Oh man, let me get this guy's name real fast. But yo, those those two recordings just told me everything I needed to know about the game. The guy's name is and it's loading right now. One second. His name is Sebi Zavala. He's batting 170. 170 on the dot. He's got four home runs, 10 RBIs on the season. He got three RBIs just recently against in this game. So he had seven RBIs and two homers for the season. 88 at-bats. Oh, my goodness. And the Yankees lost to the White Sox 3-2. to two. Um, Also in the recording, he mentioned that, you know, Giancarlo Stanton struck out twice. Rizzo struck out twice. Donaldson struck out twice, but Donaldson had a bomb in the ninth inning um, to give them uh to give them uh uh to put them behind one. Kind of Falefa also got an RBI as well, but you know that recording basically told me everything I needed to know. Lucas Giolito he threw six no hit innings against the Yankees. Uh, Judge Aaron Judge is on the injured list. Aaron Judge is hurt, ladies and gentlemen. Aaron friggin' Judge is hurt. He's hurt with a toe injury. He's on the 10-day IL because of a toe injury. And I think it's because I think it's from that play uh that he made in right field in Dodgers in the in the game two of the Dodgers series. Well, yeah, man, that's the Yankees versus the White Sox right there, man. They lost three to two. They got they only got three hits. Um, the story of the game: Sebi Savala, two home runs, all the offense that the White Sox needed to to pull this one out, man. Uh, Liam Hendricks get the save. It's always beautiful to see him out there as he recovered from cancer. Um, but yeah, man, Clark Schmidt gets the L. He goes to two and six. Lucas Giolito gets the win after six no-hit innings. Let's go to the Mets, man. Yankees lose. Before we get out to the Mets games, I would like to, you know, 
take a moment of time to just, uh, you know, talk about Jacob DeGrom. Uh, really sad news, really heartbreaking news to hear about Jacob DeGrom. You know, even though he signed with the Texas Rangers um, after leaving the Mets, um, Jacob DeGrom is going to be out for the season, and he's going to require, he's going to need Tommy John. He's going to need Tommy John for the second time in his career. So he's going to be out for the season and most of next season. Um, but, you know, it's just sad. It's just sad to to see. Uh, I found out the news when I was talking to my manager, and uh, she was also telling me that she's leaving. And then I saw the I saw the the notification on my phone, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I, literally, literally, literally the you know the notification on my phone, man. I got the notification from Bleacher Report, um, saying that Jacob Degrom is gonna be off for the season. And he's gonna get Tommy John, man. So, just very devastating news to hear. Uh, you never wish, you know, even though he left the Mets, you never wish any 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 injuries on you know, <clears throat> on any player. Um, but you know, he he was interviewed after, and you know, he was in tears. But um, you know, it's just it's very tough. It's tough, and it's it's devastating to hear that Jacob Degrom is gonna be out. He's one of the best pitchers in the league. Uh, he's probably the I don't know. He's probably the best pitcher in the league. You know, when he's healthy. But, um, you know, it's just sad to hear. It's sad to hear, you know, one of the best players in the game is going to be out for the season and most of next season as well. So, you know, prayers out to Jacob DeGrom. Uh, we hope for a speedy recovery. And uh, can't wait to see you back on the mound again. Uh, DeGrominating, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, um, you know, my, my prayers and, you know, everything, you know, uh, out to Jacob DeGrom, man. I hope for a speedy recovery. But uh, let's get into the Mets, man. Mets versus Braves, a huge series. A huge series, the Mets versus the Braves at 30-30 and 30 on the season. Five and a half games behind the Braves for the NL East division. Um, so the Mets come into Atlanta after going 3-3 three and three in their last homestand. You know, Mets looking to bounce back after getting swept by the Blue Jays and only averaging 2.5 runs a game in the past homestand. Two and a half, two and a, two and a half runs a game. Past homestand, you're not gonna win any games like that, man. Especially with the pitching that we have and our bullpen, um, you're not gonna win any games with that, man. Not not like that. Uh, the Mets have been struggling offensively, big time, huge. And let me just read you a stat of how bad uh, the Mets have been struggling. In the past six games, they're batting 177. They're batting 177 in the past six games. Uh, they're hitless in their last 19 at-bats with runners in scoring position. Uh, Pete Alonso, Francisco Alvarez, and uh, Francisco Lindor are batting 5 for 59 since May 30th. That's, that's .085. That's not even 100 or 200. That's .085 that, the, that these three guys are batting since May 3rd. And these guys are, you know, they're our offensive juggernauts, you know. These guys, we, we rely on them to, to, to bring in offense, drive in runs. Um, so if these guys aren't doing anything, you know, the Mets aren't doing anything, you know. These are our big, big dogs, and, you know, they got to lead the way, and they got to produce, man. And, and lately, they haven't been doing that. Um, Francisco Lindor, mainly, you know, is, is, is sad. You know, he's in a big slump right now. Uh, he's 2 for 28. Um, in the last homestand, he's got eight strikeouts. He's got eight strikeouts in his last 12 at-bats. 
Um, in his in his last twelve games, he's batting one twenty five. So, you know, it's it's tough. It's really tough for Francisco Lindor right now. In his last twelve games, he's batting six for forty eight. You know, one twenty five. He's got twelve Ks. He's just having a really tough stretch right now. Really tough stretch, but um, you know, Mets looking to bounce back, man. He's been hearing it from the fans, you know. Lindor's been hearing it from the fans, been getting booed, and uh, <clears throat> you know, he's been nothing but professional. You know, he's he's go to the he's go to his locker. You know, he answers questions and he says, you know, he's embracing it. You know, he says, yo, I would boo myself too, <clears throat> but um, you know, he's a professional and I, I he's gonna bounce back. He's a stud. Um. Good news for the Mets. Omar Narvaez is back, um, and he gets to start behind the dish. He's batting ninth. Uh, the Mets need to win this series, man. They need to win this series to cut the division lead and, and you know, gain some momentum because it's not looking good for the Mets right now. It's not looking good. Everyone's healthy. You know, you can't say uh, – you can't blame it on Edwin Diaz, Jose Quintana. Like, these guys, you know, this is pitching. I understand, you know, pitching is big, but – it's, it's mostly been offensively for the Mets that's that's been struggling, you know. And and offense is everything, you know. You Everyone gets a chance to hit. Everyone gets a chance to hit. The same way that other teams score runs is the same way you could score runs. It's by hitting, you know. Players get paid to hit. Like, it doesn't matter if you can't, like, in real life, man. If you can't field or nothing but you could hit, yo, they're going to find a spot for you in the lineup. They're going to they're gonna find a way for you to play if you could hit. But, um, you know, because it's the hardest thing to do in, in sports is to hit a baseball. You know, so if you could hit, you know, any anybody's going to pick you up. <laughs> Anyone's going to pick you up. But, you know, let's get into the game. Uh, I recorded the game on my DVR, and there was an hour delay. I think an hour and a half, but there was an hour delay in the game. You know, they had some there was some rain before the game, so oh man, I lost I lost some I lost some of the game. But uh I'll talk about what I saw. So the Mets leave one stranded after the first inning. You know, Pete Alonzo took a Pete Alonzo in the first inning, uh he took a fastball strike on a three one count. You know, it just shows. It just shows, like, a hitter's count, 3-1. You got to be ready for that fastball, man. You have to. But, um, you know, it just shows how much the Mets are struggling right now. You know, you can't let that pitch go, especially on a 3-1. You know, a hitter's count. You're struggling. You got to be aggressive, man. You got to be aggressive. But, you know, Mets go down 1-2-3. I mean, one, uh, you know, they go. The Lindor gets on with a walk, but, you know, they go down. Uh, the Mets have Carrasco, Carlos Carrasco, coming off two good starts. He's on the mound. Uh, he had good. He had a good start in Chicago and another one against the Phillies. Uh, Carrasco starts off strong. Uh, he struck out Acuna, but then he gave up back-to-back hits. But he bounces back to force the double play and get out of there. Another thing I can't believe that I'm seeing is Daniel Vogelback is in the lineup. Daniel Vogelback. He's batting fifth. Not only is he in the lineup, he's batting fifth. It upset me to see that. And his first pitch. His first pitch. He takes the first pitch right down the middle. He takes the first pitch right down the middle. And then he strikes out. He strikes out. 
The man is three for his 33. Three? He's three for his last 33, man. This guy stinks. He's got to go. He's got to go. Next inning, you know, Bryce Elder, he's on the mound. He's the leading guy in ERA. Um, uh, I said that in the last episode. He had a 1.92 ERA. I'm pretty sure that's changed now. But, um, you know, Elder strikes out the side. Um, Elder's getting some help from the umpires as well. You know, he's been calling the umpire. This umpire was calling a lot of stuff out of the strike zone, man. But it is what it is. The Braves strike first off of a solo shot from Ozzy Albies. Mets almost always playing from behind. They're always playing from behind. Uh, Omar Narvaez, he gets his first start after coming back from the IL with a calf injury. Uh, he swings at the first pitch, and he gets a base hit. So that's a good thing to see. Next batter uh, is Brandon Nimmo. After the first pitch to Brandon Nimmo, the Mets bench coach, uh, his last name is Chavez, he gets tossed for for chirping at the home plate umpire, you know, for balls and strikes. Like I said earlier, like a couple minutes, a couple seconds ago, this umpire was really calling a lot of stuff outside the zone. He was he was really expanding the strike zone. So the Mets bench coach, he gets tossed for you know, for talking about it. He gets tossed for talking about it. So I, I completely understand where he's coming from. This umpire was horrible. And he tossed the bench coach right away. But it is what it is. So, uh, after, uh, after Nimmo gets out, somebody gets on base. I forgot who. But, uh, it's the third inning. And Lindor's up. Lindor's up. His first at-bat, he walked. Like I said, you know, he's been struggling. But, uh, you know... Francisco Lindor hits a two-run bomb. Let's go. He hits a two-run bomb in the top of the third with two outs. His 11th of the season, and boy, did he need that. Boy, did he need that. Later in the inning, my boy Pete Alonzo, big me Pete, he goes deep too. Let's go! Yo, the Mets get two two-run homers in the top of the third inning. And, oh, man, did Pete Alonzo crank it, man. No doubt about it. No doubt about it off of that shot from Pete Alonzo. And it's, it's just beautiful, man. It's beautiful to see the Mets bats coming alive in the third inning. The, this is it, man. Our two big dogs right there, man. Pete Alonzo, Francisco Lindor. You know, these guys lead the way. The Mets are going to be really tough to beat. Really tough to beat if these guys are on. Lindor is having a slump, and he's got 42 He's got forty two RBIs, and he's doing bad. So, you know, that says, you know, if this guy gets hot, you know, he's, he's a force to be reckoned with. You know, last year he started off the year great, so... You saw you saw what that did for the Mets. He had a great season last year, Lindor, and you saw what that did for the Mets, you know? 101 season, bam. But um, you know, these guys got to get rolling, man, and it's great. It's great to see them hit hit shots, man. Hit shots. Huge third inning for the Mets. All runs come with two outs, so great two-out rally for the Mets. You know, bottom 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 third, 
Carlos Carrasco comes back out. Escobar, you know, he bobbles a ground ball to miss a double play. It could be costly. And, you know, the next batter, boom, Austin Riley, he gets a hit. But, you know, Cookie, Carlos Carrasco, he's a veteran. He settles down and he gets out the jam. The Mets lead 4-1 to one after the fourth inning. Mets not able Mets not able to get anything going on offensively after the blast from Alonzo and Vogelback. I mean, I'm not Vogelback. Hell no. Vogelback cannot hit a home run for nothing. I don't even think that that sounds right in the same sentence. Home run and Vogelback. That's how bad this guy is. I'm really sorry. I'm sorry for, you know, really uh Really getting on this guy, but he he's really costing us. He's costing us, man. But, uh, you know, the Mets aren't able to get anything offensively going on after the blast from Lindor and Alonzo. Uh, we will be at the fifth inning. Vogelback gets a hat trick. He strikes out three times. This dude stinks, man. He, he's got to be the next guy to be gone, man. He's got to be the next guy to be gone. Mets need a lefty. A lefty hitter, man. They need a lefty hitter. I'm I'm gonna do some research to see who the Mets could get. Um, you know, lefty. Who the Mets could who who what a what a what's a good lefty hitter on the market that the Mets could get? Because Vogelback is not cutting it. Because oh my goodness. He didn't do nothing last year either. I don't know. The Mets got him for nothing. The highlight that I see from Vogelback is that when he came up, he came up to hit. And the song, his walk-up song was My Milkshake Brings All the Girls to the Yard. Like, that was the only highlight that I freaking got from this guy last season, man. Oh, man, this guy's a joke. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry, but, you know. After Vogelbats, after Vogelback strikes out, guess what? The recording on my DVR ends, and I'm not able to see the rest of the game. I'm not able to see the rest of the game because... Because of this one one and a half hour freaking rain delay that killed me. But it's all good. It's all good. You know, I, I, I go, I go, and I read I, I see the highlights. I see the highlights, and you know, Cookie's throwing a gem so far after the fifth. And the sixth inning, that's that's the inning where, you know, my my uh my my recording cut off. My recording cuts off and I can't see the rest of the game. And of course, bad happens. Because the sixth inning comes, Matt Olson gets walk, Austin Riley hits a double. Austin Riley hits a double, you got man on second and third. And then Sean Murphy hits a double to make it four to three. Two run score off of that double from Sean Murphy. He's been killing the Mets this season. I think Buck should have taken, you know, Carlos Carrasco out after that. After that double from Austin Riley, you know, it's his third time through the lineup and he's he he walks somebody and he's got hit hard. So pull him, pull him. But he takes him out after Sean Murphy, after Sean Murphy gets the the two run double. Drew Smith comes in, gets two outs. Uh, There's still a man on second. Marcelo Zuna's up. He ties it. He ties it up. He ties it up. Then, Arcia. Orlando Arcia drives him in. 5-4 Braves. 5-4 Braves. Mets still got nothing going on. Mets still can't get anything going. It's bottom of the eighth. 
Um, Adam Ottavino's up. Eddie Rosario hits a double. Jeff McNeil has trouble bringing it in the infield, and he stretches it out to a triple. So we got man on third. So they got man on third, and Marcelo Zuna's up. No, no, Ozzy Albies is up. They walk Albies. They intentionally walk Albies. So it's first and third, one out. It's first and third, one out. Hit and run with Albies. A ground ball to second. I mean, ground ball to short. He throws it to second, gets the double play. But it's close because Ozzy Albies was running. They could have gotten out the inning, but Ozzy Albies was running. So they call the they call Ozzy Albies out at second, and they get the double play. But Braves challenge. Remember, Rosario was at third. Rosario was at third. They had man on first and third with one out. Ozuna hits a ground ball to short. Um, they go for the double play, but it's not in time. Albies, Albies was already on the run. So he stopped the double play. They only got the out at first. Eddie Rosario scores. Braves up 6-4. to four. Razeo Iglesia comes in, and he closes it. He closes the game. Mets lose 6-4. to <laughs> just, just when we thought we were getting going. Just when we thought we were getting going. The Mets lose 6-4. to four. <laughs> Very disappointing. Very disappointing. You know, the Mets couldn't get nothing. They couldn't get no hits after that huge third inning. They couldn't get nothing. You know? The Braves come back to win it. Carlos Carrasco looks good. He looked good. But the Mets offense, you know, continuing to struggle, only getting four hits. You know, the bullpen couldn't hold it. And I don't blame them because the Braves lineup is so tough. Their their lineup is stacked. Like, that's a... Oh, my... Yo, let me just read you their lineup real fast. The Braves. Leading off, you got Ronald Acuna. This guy is leading... He, he, he's he's potentially going to have an MVP. He's having an MVP season right now. He's, he's leading the MVP rankings in the National League right now. So you got Ronald Acuna leading off. Second, you got Matt Olson, a lefty, power-hitting lefty. Austin Riley, a power-hitting third baseman. Sean Murphy, he's batting 288. Eddie Rosario, a lefty. Albies, Marcelo Zuna, who's who's been having a uh a nice a nice May after struggling in 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 uh in April. He's he's come back alive in May. Orlando Arcia, Michael Harris. Like, dude, this is this this is a stacked lineup, man. And they got 10 hits. They got 10 hits. Mets only got four. You're not gonna win the game only scoring four runs against this lineup. Not against this lineup. Not against that lineup. And it's just very disappointing to see. Very disappointing. I'm very disappointed to see that um after the recording ended, I went to go see the stats and I saw that. I was very disappointed, very sad. You know, I feel like the Mets. I feel like the Mets, you know, do good when I'm on track with my podcast. So everything, everything goes hand in hand. You know, everything goes hand in hand. You know, when I work hard, you know, the Mets win, the Yankees win, Giancarlo Stanton does good when I work hard. You know, so I feel like you know we're all in this together. You know, I caught the recording 
you know, and, and right when the recording ending, you know, the, the whole recording, the Mets doing their thing, Cookie's doing good, Mets hitting, then the recording ends, and then everything goes to poop. Everything goes to poop. So it's on me, man. It's on me. I, I have control. I have a say in this. So I got to continue to work hard. I got to continue to grind so we can all flourish, you know? When I started the podcast, you know, the Knicks, the Knicks doing their thing. I continue with the podcast. The Knicks make it to the second round, you know? So I, I slack off with the podcast. Knicks get eliminated. But, you know, it is what it is, you know? But, uh, you know, we're just going to keep on grinding. You know, the Mets, the Mets come, Mets look to bounce back tomorrow with uh, Max Scherzer on the mound against Charlie Morton. Uh, this is a huge, huge game for them, man. Huge game. They have to win this series, man. They have to, have to win this series. But, um, you know, that concludes the baseball section, man. Woo! <laughs> Man, we're just flying. We're just flying along, man. We're just flying along. Great episode so far, man. Straight to the point. We got some recordings from my boy Charlie. We got the Mets losing, blowing the lead. Yankees losing. You know, even though the teams are lost, you know, it's still it's still really fun, and I'm still having a great time. Um, you know, recording and you know just talking to you guys. You know, <laughs> this is fun, man. This is fun. Um, so quick, you know, so quick thing, you know, the today is game three of the NBA finals. We got the, oh no, oh, it's Wednesday, right? Yeah, it's Wednesday, June 7th. Today's game three of the NBA finals. You know, the series is tied one to one. And I don't know, man, I, I really don't know who's going to win this game. This is a really tough game. This is a big game. You know, it's a really big game. Um, I don't know, man. I think I got the I got the Nuggets winning this game. They had a bad game last game, and they only lost by three points. They had a bad game. Like, Michael Porter Jr. had a horrible game. Uh, Jamal Murray only scored 18 points. You know, they had a bad game last game, and they only lost by three points. Miami Heat had a bad game, and they lost by... They lost by uh, 11. So I got the Nuggets coming out with this win. It's going to be a really tough battle, you know, going into Miami. But, um, you know, it's going to be fun to watch. I can't wait. Um, I'm actually, I have to go to a training for my job. at, And I have to be downtown at 9 o'clock in the morning. So I should really be sleeping right now. But, you know, this is my life, man. This is my life. Sports with Jesus. <laughs> My life, my life, man. And uh, you know, I don't, I don't care. I don't care. I'm just, I'm, I'm gonna do my thing. You know, I'm gonna do my thing. And uh, you know, I'm off tomorrow, so you know, I'm just doing. I'm getting paid to go to the training, and it's from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. So after 1 p.m., you know, I got the whole day uh, to chill, man. The game is at 8:30. You know, we definitely gonna be on that, man. We definitely gonna be on that. Oh, we actually got to see a couple games tomorrow. Damn. So we actually, we got our work cut out for us. We got we got two, we got the Yankees and the Mets, and we got the, the NBA Finals. I think I might just watch the Mets game because, you know, I'm more of a Mets fan than the Yankees. But, you know, maybe we'll get some Yankee stuff in there too. But, um, 
you know, most we're gonna definitely watch that Mac that that Mac game, man. Because that's a huge game for us, man. A huge game. Yankees not so worried, you know. Uh, Judge is out. Stanton, you know, he's got a. I I would love to watch Stanton. But uh, you know, Mets the Mets have my heart. <laughs> I'm a Mets fan, man. I'm a Mets fan. But um, I'm a New York fan. But you know, I, I mostly go. For, I've I've always been going for the Mets my whole life. Um, you know, so game three of the NBA Finals, I got the Nuggets coming out with the win. Um, to take a two-one lead. Uh, it's gonna be fun, man. Let's get into the Bible talk, man. <laughs> Ah oh, man, I, I'm loving this episode so far, man. This is so fun, man. So fun. I'm I'm really sorry with the man and stuff, but you know that's just how I talk. <laughs> so here we are. So here we are. We are at. We are at Genesis. Twenty five. We are at Genesis 25. Last thing that happened was Isaac got married to his wife, Rebecca. Sarah died. Abraham's wife. But, uh, you know, life goes on. Life goes on. So here we are. Genesis 25. Easy to read version. The Bible. Here we go. Bam. Abraham married again. His new wife was named Keturah. She gave birth to Zimran, Jokshan, Madan, Midian, Ishbak, and Shua. Jokshan was the father of Sheba and Dadan. The people of Ashul, Liam, and Latush were descendants of Dadan. The sons of Midian were Ephaph, Epher, Hanach, Abida, and Elda. All these sons came from the marriage of Abraham and Keturah. Before Abraham died, he gave some gifts to his sons who were from his slave woman. He sent them to the east, away from Isaac. Then Abraham gave everything he owned to Isaac. Abraham lived to be 175 years old. Then he grew weak. And died. He had lived a long and satisfying life. He died and went to be with his people. His sons Isaac and Ishmael. Buried him in the cave of Machpelah. This cave is in the field of Ephron. The son of Zohar. It was east of Mamre. Yo, I hope I'm saying these names right, but I'm trying, guys. <laughs> this is the same cave that Abraham bought from the Hittites. He was buried there with his wife, Sarah. After Abraham died, God blessed Isaac. Isaac was living at Beer Lahoy Roy. Lahai Roy. Beer Lahai Roy. This is the list of Ishmael's family. Ishmael was Abraham and Hagar's son. Hagar was the slave woman, the servant, Sarah's Egyptian maid. These are the names of Ishmael's son. 
The first son was Neboyath. Then Kedar was born. Then Adbil, Mibsam, Mishma, Duma, Masa, Hadad, Tema, Jatur, Nafish, and Kedema. These were the names of Ishmael's son. Each son had his own camp that became a small town. The 12 sons were leaders over their, over their own people. Ishmael lived to be 137 years old. Then he died and went to be with his people. His descendants settled throughout the desert area from Havilah to Shur. This area begins near Egypt and goes, and goes toward Assyria. Ishmael's people were often at war with the other descendants of Abraham. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Whoa. Whoa. Nah, I'm playing. I'm sorry. I was just looking at the, the volume of my mic. It looks a little low on the recording, but I hope it sounds good. So here we go. Continuing on. This is the story of Isaac. Abraham had a son named Isaac. When Isaac was 40 years old, he married Rebekah. Rebekah was from Padan Aram. She was Bethuel's daughter and the sister of Laban the Aramean. Isaac's wife could not have children. Uh-oh. So Isaac prayed to the Lord for her. The Lord heard Isaac's prayer, and he allowed Rebekah to become pregnant. While Rebekah was pregnant, the babies inside her struggled with one another. She prayed to the Lord and said, What is happening to me? The Lord said to her, The leaders of two nations are in your body. Two nations will come from you, and they will be divided. One of them will be stronger, and the older will serve the younger. Uh-oh. When the right time came, Rebekah gave birth to twins. The first baby was red. His skin was like a hairy robe, so he was named Esau. When the second baby was born, he was holding tightly to Esau's heel. So that baby was named Jacob. Isaac was 60 years old when Jacob and Esau were born. These, the boys grew up. Esau became a skilled hunter who loved to be out in the fields. But Jacob was a quiet man who stayed at home. Isaac loved Esau. He liked to eat the animals Esau killed, but Rebekah loved Jacob. One day, Esau came back from hunting. He was tired and weak from hunger. Jacob was boiling a pot of beans, so Esau said to Jacob, I am weak with hunger. Let me have some of that red soup. But Jacob said, you must sell me your rights as your firstborn son. Esau said, I am almost dead with hunger, so what good are these rights to me now? But Jacob said, 
First promise me that you will give them to me. So Esau made an oath to him and sold his rights as the firstborn son to Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau bread and lentil soup. Esau ate the food, had something to drink, and then left. So Esau showed that he did not care about his rights as the firstborn son. Uh Uh-oh. We are in Genesis 26 now. Now there was a famine. This was like the famine that happened during Abraham's life. So Isaac, Isaac, went to the town of Gerar to King Abimelech of the Philistines. The Lord spoke to Isaac and said, Don't go down to Egypt. Live in the land that I command you to live in. Stay in this land and I will be with you. I will bless you. I will give you and your family all these lands. I will do what I promised to Abraham, your father. I will make your family as many as the stars of heaven. And I will give all these lands to your family. Through your descendants, every nation on earth will be blessed. I will do this because your father Abraham obeyed my words and did what I said. He obeyed my commands, my laws, and my rules. So Isaac settled in Gerar. His wife, Rebekah, was very beautiful. The men of that place asked Isaac about Rebekah. He said, she is my sister. Uh-oh. We've heard this story before. He was afraid to tell them Rebecca was his wife. He was afraid the men would kill him so that they could have her. Uh-oh. After Isaac had lived there a long time, Abimelech looked out his window and saw Isaac and his wife enjoying one another. Abimelech called for Isaac and said, This woman is your wife. Why did you tell us that she was your sister? Isaac said to him, I was afraid that you would kill me so that you could have her. Abimelech said, You have done a bad thing to us. One of our men might might have had sex with your wife. Then he would be guilty of a great sin. So Abimelech gave a warning to all the people. He said, No one must hurt this man or this woman. If anyone hurts them, they will be killed. Uh Uh-oh. Isaac planted fields in that place. And that year he gathered a great harvest. The Lord blessed him very much. Isaac became rich. He gathered more and more wealth until he became a very rich man. He had many flocks and herds of animals. He also had many slaves. All the Philistines were jealous of him, so they destroyed all of the all the wells that Isaac's father Abraham and his servants had dug many years before. They filled them with sand. Abimelech said to Isaac, Leave our country. You have become much more powerful than we are. So Isaac left that place and camped 
near the little river of Gerat. He stayed there and lived. Long before this time, Abraham had dug many wells. After he died, the Philistines filled the wells with sand. With sand. So Isaac went back and dug those wells again. He gave them the same name his father had given them. Isaac's servants also dug a well near the little river and found fresh water. But the men who herded sheep in the valley of Gerard argued with Isaac's servants. They said, this water is ours. So Isaac named that well Essek. He gave it that name because it was the place where they had argued with him. Then Isaac's servants dug another well. But there was an argument over this well too. So Isaac named that well Sitna. Isaac moved from there and dug another well. No one came to argue about this well. So Isaac named it Rehoboth. Rehoboth. He said, Now the Lord has found a place for us. We will grow and be successful in this place. From there, Isaac went to Beersheba. The Lord spoke to him that night and said, I am the God of your father, Abraham. Don't be afraid. I am with you and I will bless you. I will make your family great. I will do this because of my servant, Abraham. So Isaac built an altar and worshiped the Lord in that place. He set up camp there and his servants dug a well. Abimelech came from Gerar to see Isaac. He brought with him Ahuzat, his advisor, and Fikol, the commander of his army. Isaac asked, Why have you come to see me? You were not friendly to me before. You even forced me to leave your country. They answered, Now we know that the Lord is with you. We think that we should make an agreement. We want to make you a promise to us. We want you to make a promise to us. We did not hurt you. Now you should promise not to hurt us. We sent you away, but we sent you away in peace. Now it is clear that the Lord has blessed you. So Isaac gave a party for them. They all ate and drank. Early the next morning, each man made a promise and a vow. Then the men left in peace. On that day, Isaac's servants came and told him about the well they had dug. The servants said, we found water in that well. So Isaac named it Sheba. And that city is still called Beersheba. When Esau was 40 years old, he married two Hittiti women. Two Hittiti, two Hittiti women. One was Judith, the daughter of Beri. The other was Basemath, the daughter of Elon. These marriages made Isaac and Rebekah very unhappy. Uh-oh. Isaac grew old. And his eyes became so weak that he could not see clearly. One day he called his older son Esau to him and said, Son. Esau answered, Here I am. Isaac said, I am old. 
maybe I will die soon. So take your bow and arrows and go hunting. Kill an animal for me to eat. For me to eat. Prepare the food that I love. Bring it to me. And I will eat it. Then I will bless you before I die. So Esau went hunting. Rebekah was listening when Isaac told this to his son Esau. Rebekah said to her son Jacob, Listen, I heard your father talking to Esau. Your father said, Kill an animal for me to eat. Prepare the food for me and I will eat it. Then, with the Lord as witness, I will bless you before I die. So listen, son, and do what I tell you. Go out to our goats and bring me two young ones. I will prepare them the way your father loves them. Then you will carry the food to your father, and he will bless you before he dies. But Jacob told his mother, Rebekah, My brother Esau is a hairy man. I am not hairy like him. If my father touches me, he will know that I'm not Esau. Then he will not bless me. He will curse me because I tried to trick him. So Rebekah said to him, I will accept the blame if there is trouble. Do what I said. Go get the goats for me. So Jacob went out and got two goats and brought them to his mother. His mother cooked the goats in a special way that Isaac loved. Then Rebekah took the clothes that her elder son Esau loved to wear. She put these clothes on the younger son Jacob. She took the skins of the goats and put them on Jacob's hands and on his neck. Then she got the food she had cooked and gave it to Jacob. Jacob went to his father and said, Father. His father answered, Yes, son, who are you? Jacob said to his father, I am Esau, your first son. I have done what you told me. Now sit up and eat the meat from the animals that I hunted for you. Then you can bless me. But Isaac said, but Isaac said to his son, How have you hunted and killed the animals so quickly? Jacob answered, Because the Lord, your God, allowed me to find the animals quickly. Then Isaac said to Jacob, Come near to me, son, so that I can feel you, my son. If I can feel you, I will know if you are really my son, Esau. So Jacob went to Isaac, his father. Isaac felt him and said, Your voice Sounds like Jacob's voice, but your arms are hairy like the arms of Esau. Isaac did not know it was Jacob because his arms, because his arms were hairy like Esau's. So Isaac blessed Jacob. Isaac said, are you really my son Esau? Jacob answered, yes, I am. Uh-oh. He's not. I mean, earlier, you, you can make an argument. That, you know, he is because Esau earlier in the story, he gave up his rights as the oldest son. Hmm. So, you know, everything happens for a reason. Esau gave up his rights. All right, here we go. We continue. Then Isaac said, bring me the food. I will eat it and bless you. So Jacob gave him the food and he ate it. 
Then Jacob gave him some wine, and he drank it. Then Isaac said to him, Son, come near me and kiss me. So Jacob went to his father and kissed him. When Isaac smelled, when Isaac smelled Esau's clothes, he blessed him and he said, My son smells like the fields the Lord had blessed. May God give you plenty of rain, good crops, and wine. May the nations serve you and many people bow down to you. You will rule over your brothers. Your mother's son will bow down to you and obey you. Whoever curses you will be cursed. Whoever blesses you will be blessed. Isaac finished blessing Jacob. Then just as Jacob left his father, Isaac, Esau, came in from hunting. Esau prepared the food in the way his father loved. He brought it to his father and said, Father, I am your son. Get up and eat the meat from the animals that I killed for you. Then you can bless me. But Isaac said to him, Who are you? He answered, I am your first son. I am your son. Your first son, Esau. Then Isaac became so upset that he began to shake. He said, Then who was it that cooked and brought me food before you came? I ate it all, and I blessed him. Now it is too late to take back my blessing. When Esau heard his father's words, he became very angry and bitter. He cried out and said to his father, Then bless me also, father. Isaac said, Your brother tricked me. He came and took your blessing. Esau said, His name is Jacob. That is the right name for him. He has tricked me twice. He took away my rights as the firstborn son, and now he has taken away my blessing. Then Esau said, Have you saved any blessing for me? Isaac answered, I have already given Jacob the power to rule over you, and I said all his brothers will be his servants. I have given him the blessing for much grain and wine. There is nothing left to give you, my son. But Esau continued to beg his father. Do you have only one blessing, father? Bless me also, father. <laughs> Esau began to cry. Then Isaac said to him, You will not live on good land. You will not have much rain. You will have to fight to live. And you will be a slave to your brother. But when you fight to be free, you will break away from his control. After that, Esau hated Jacob because of this blessing. Esau said to himself, My father will die soon. And after we are finished with that, I will kill Jacob. Rebecca heard about Esau's plan to kill Jacob. She sent for Jacob and said to him, Listen, your brother Esau is planning to kill you. So son, do what I say. My brother Laban is living in Haran. 
go to him and hide. Stay with him for a short time until your brother stops being angry. When your brother forgets what you did to him, I will send a servant back. I will send a servant to bring you back. I don't want to lose both of my sons the same day. Then Rebekah said to Isaac, Your son Esau married a Hittite woman. Hittite woman. I am very upset about this because they are not our people. I'll have nothing to live for if Jacob marries one of these women. Let's continue. Last chapter, Genesis 28. Isaac called Jacob and blessed him. Then Isaac gave him a command and said, You must not marry a Canaanite woman. So leave this place and go to Padan Aram. Go to the house of Bethuel, your mother's father, Laban, your mother's brother, lives there. Marry one of his daughters. I pray that the God All-Powerful will bless you and give you many children. I pray that you will become the father of a great nation and that God will bless you and your children the same way he blessed Abraham. And I pray pray that you will own the land where you live this is the land god gave to abraham so isaac sent jacob to rebecca's brother in padan aram jacob went to laban son of bethuel the aramean laban was the brother of rebecca the mother of jacob and esau Esau learned that his father Isaac blessed Jacob and sent them away to Padan Aram to find a wife there. He also learned that Isaac commanded Jacob not to marry a Canaanite woman. Esau learned that Jacob obeyed his father and his mother and went to Padan Aram. Esau saw from this that his father did not want his sons to marry a Canaanite woman. Esau already had two wives, but he went to Abraham's son, Ishmael and married another woman, Mahalath, the daughter of Ishmael. Mahalath was Nabaoth's sister. Jacob left Beersheba and went to Haran. The sun had already the sun had already set when he came to a good place to spend the night. He took a rock there and laid his head on it to sleep. Jacob had a dream. He dreamed there was a ladder that was on the ground and reached up into heaven. He saw the angels of God going up and down the ladder. And then Jacob saw the Lord standing by the ladder. He said, I am the Lord, the God of your grandfather Abraham. I am the God of Isaac. I will give you the land that you are lying on now. I will give this land to you and your children. You will have as many descendants as there are particles of dust on the earth. They will spread east and west, north and south. All the families on earth will be blessed because of you and your descendants. I am with you and I will protect you everywhere you go. I will bring you back to this land. I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised. Then Jacob woke up and said, 
I know that the Lord is in his place. But I did not know he was here until I slept. Jacob was afraid and said, This is a very great place. This is the house of God. This is the gate to heaven. Jacob got up very early in the morning. He took the rock he had slept on and set it up on its edge. Then he poured oil on the rock. In this way, he made it a memorial to God. The name of that place was Luz. But Jacob then named it Bethel. Jacob named it Bethel. Then Jacob made a promise. He said, If God will be with me, and if he will protect me on this trip, and if he gives me food to eat and clothes to wear, and if I return in peace to my father's house, if he does all these things, then the Lord will be my God. I am setting this stone up as a memorial stone. It will show that this is a holy place for God. And I will give God one-tenth of all he gives me. And that is the conclusion of the Bible talk, ladies and gentlemen. We are now concluding episode 11, man. Episode 11! <laughs> episode 11, baby! One after 10! Yeah, I can't believe we cracked the double digit mark and we're already getting busy, man. We're already getting busy with episode number 11 a day after episode 10, man. I love to see it. I love it. Feeling good, man. We're feeling good. Even though, you know, we're going through it a little right now. Your boy, I'm going to be very honest with you guys. If you made it to the end. So you can know what's going on with me, man. Your boy is popped. Like, for lack of a better term, your boy is popped. Like, your boy Marcos is broke. Like, I'm I'm, I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm surviving on like $3 till Friday, yo. That's how bad it is. I'm leaving my car parked because I don't have money for gas. I don't have money for gas. That's how crazy it is, man. But you know what? Life goes on, man. Life goes on. You know, we're just going to keep on grinding. You know, we're going to keep... Yo, of course, you know, it affects my mood. It affects my mood that I don't have money to buy lunch. I don't have money to, 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 to drive my car. I don't have money to do none of that stuff. But you know what? You know, we're just going to keep our head down. Well, no, we're going to keep our head up. And we're going to keep living. That's what we're going to do. We're going to keep living. You know what I'm saying? Don't worry. If you're listening to this, don't worry. I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be fine. I, I, if, I, if I wanted to ask someone for money, I would. But I'm not, you know, because I have to learn from this. I have to learn how to manage, you know, my financials. I have to learn how to live on a low budget, you know. I have to learn all these things. You know, and it's okay. I just wanted to share that with you because, you know, I'm, I keep this stuff inside. You know, I keep this stuff inside. But, um, you know, I know a couple years from now we're never going to have that problem again. Actually, we're never going to have this problem again after this next check. Never again. I'm not going to let that happen, man. That's very irresponsible of me. 
And it just it's it is affecting my mood. It's affecting my mood, but it's all good, man. You know, we live and learn. I'm still gonna keep my head high. I'm still gonna keep working, man. I'm still gonna try. I'm still gonna I'm still gonna remain positive. You see me now. You see me now. I could let that affect me and not put out no episodes and just and just lay there and 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 just feel sorry for myself, you know? But no. But no. I'm going to keep on working. I'm going to keep bettering myself. You know, I'm going to keep doing what makes me happy. Like, for example, today, you know, I woke up a little early. I was going to go to the gym. I was going to go to the gym. But you know what? I didn't have money to pay for the train. <laughs> it's all good, man. It's all good. But you know what I did? I went to my car. I grabbed my tea. And I went to the park and I did some tea work, man. I did some tea work, you know, because I'm trying to stay hot. You know, I'm I, I gotta I, I'm feeling good with my swing right now in baseball. So you know what I did? I just went home. I mean, I went to the park right there where I grew up, Morrison. I went over there and I I did some tea work. Bam, you know, I did there for like nice thirty minutes. Boom, you know, I came home. Mommy, my mother, who's a saint, made me lunch. Made me lunch, man. So that just means like, yo, if you're going through it, obviously, you know, there's going to be a lot of negatives. You just keep worrying about the good, man. You keep worrying about the good. And, you know, the good is that, you know, I'm breathing. I'm healthy. You know, I got a roof to live on. I got nice equipment to record my podcast. This is my tool, man. This is my tool. The last $60 that I had, like, last week, well, not even, no, like this this Sunday or this Saturday, it, it went into my podcast, you know? It went into the podcast stream. It's $40 to, you know, monthly to pay off Podbean. And you know what? It took it, boom. It took it right away, boom. Had an overdraft. I had an overdraft, man. I've had, a, I've had an overdraft for like the past... Three days, you know, bills, it's the beginning of the month. So, you know, the bills just, boom, they take their money out, bam. But it's all good, man. It's all guys. I'm telling you, it's all good, you know. I feel a lot better sharing this with you guys instead of, you instead of you know, asking for money and stuff like that. It's all good, man. It's all good. I'm going to be fine. I have no doubt in myself that I'm going to be fine. You know, but there's just, there's just stuff, there's just things that you go through in life that, that happens for a reason, you know. It makes you. It makes you, man. It makes you. And we're just conclu- we're going to conclude episode 12 on a high note, man. Everything happens for a reason, guys. But you know you keep going, man. You keep going. And you don't stop. You don't stop. You don't stop, man. You don't stop. You don't stop, man. So, guys, thank you again. For tuning in to episode 11, man. One after 10. You thought we was going to stop? You thought we were going to celebrate of making double digits? No. I want to get the triple digits. Let's get it. Guys, again, thank you for tuning in to episode 12, episode 11. I'll see you guys episode 12 tomorrow. Episode 12 tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? The day after the NBA Finals, man, because that's the hottest topic, man. That's content right there, man. I got to stay on that content. You know what I'm saying? But, guys, thank you for tuning in to Episode 11. 
This is this is I do it for you guys, man. I do it for you. It's not for me. I'm doing it for you, man. I'm doing it for the people, for the love. Oh man, sports with Jesus, man. Episode eleven concluded. Thank you.